On today's show, me and the guys are going to give our opinions on the NBA season starting back up. Corey with the K, hit that beat. Welcome to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. To my right, I got Corey with a K on the board once again, and across the table, my main man, DG. DG, what's happening? What up, dude? Uh, feels a little, a little empty down here in the studios tonight after having what five of us sitting around the table last time. But hey, that's all right. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah. We got the uh, three amigos back in the saddle, back here in the Sip and Serve podcast studio. That's right. Not as loud, not as uh, not as exciting as last week, but we're going to keep it going. First thing I want to ask you guys, any big, any big plans for the 4th of July weekend? Listeners, we are recording this on Thursday, July 2nd, so we're going into the 4th of July weekend. You'll be hearing this a week after, but guys, any big plans for the weekend? So uh, I'm going out to Deer Creek and camping one night. Just got a new camper. We're going to test it out. Good deal. Good deal. DG, what you got? So the wife and I, we're going to head up nor- northern Ohio with some uh, some friends of ours and uh, do a little tent camping. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We're going to a place up there. It's called it's called Clay's Park Resort. It's, uh, it's kind of like the Canton, Ohio version of Long's Retreat. Okay. So we just got a little camping spot. We're just gonna set up some tents and uh, they got they got like a lake or anything. Yeah, like they got a lake okay. and they got like a zip line across the lake and all right, but like a bunch of stuff out in the out in the lake, climb on top of, and it's like a little mini water park kinda. Good deal. They guys do some fishing when we're down there. They got a fishing pond, kind of off you know on the property. I like it. So yeah, man, it's, uh, should be should be a good time. What about you? What you got? What you got cooking? I got a big weekend plan. I got a big weekend. When plan. don't you have a big weekend plan? <laughs> I've got a big weekend planned here. You know, I'm sure there's no beer drinking involved. No, not at all. You know, tonight we're recording the podcast Thursday evening. It's about all I got planned for tonight. But tomorrow we're gonna hit it hard. We got 9:30 tea time. We're gonna go night. We're gonna play uh, nine holes of golf in the morning, and then after that. We're going to go out on the boat. I think we may be going to Deer Creek as well, Corey with the K. Tomorrow afternoon, we're going to go out on the boat. Um, me and a couple friends and a few family members, we're going to go out. So that's my Friday. Then Saturday, we're going to hit it hard with, I think, the second or third annual 4th of July extravaganza at the Chenoweth residence. Okay. Big Red. Big yeah. Red's throwing a, throwing a pool party. We got a... Four or five hundred dollars worth of fireworks we're gonna let off. We all chipped in. Well, we're gonna chip in. And uh it's gonna be a good time. Good time. That's what I got. Sunday I'm just gonna lay on the couch. Uh, as always. Yep. Sounds like a good weekend though. Not bad. So let's get into it, boys. On today's show, like I said earlier, me and the guys, we're gonna give our opinions on the NBA season starting back up. First thing I wanna say is hallelujah, the NBA is back. I mean, how long have we been without sports? It's been since March, right? March Madness got canceled? Since mid-March, yeah. Man, seems like forever. It does. It does, but but it doesn't. You, you know, know, I was going to say that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you look at it on paper, it's been, 
March, April, May, June, July. I mean, almost four months without sports, right? But, but then you know, and we've talked about it before. Like we're getting along okay. We we've made it without sports. We figured it out. But oh. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I'm happy. The NBA's getting getting ramped back up. I'm happy about Major League Baseball getting ramped back back up. All indications are there's going to be an NFL season. And then, of course, we got TBT starting up over the weekend as well. That's right. That's right. One thing before we get into this, I want to I want to hit on, guys. But is the NBA coming back? Because th- these COVID cases are ramping, boys. They're ramping right back up, and it's scaring me because these uh, NBA these NBA guys are flying back to the cities they're playing in for like a mini training camp, and these guys are flying in all over the United States on probably commercial commercial planes and we're testing positive left and right on all these guys i think i've just seen something today on the internet 25 more nba players tested positive this morning so it's not looking good and adam silver he already came out and said i mean if it if we have an outbreak it's we're shutting it down it's done it's canceled and it is not looking good so far at all yeah i know he said that uh i saw the same thing and i mean all these They're planning on having all these games in Orlando, correct? Yeah, Disney World. And I know Florida's been one of the the numbers in Florida are just going crazy. I mean, the worst they've been since all this started started happening. So I don't know. I'm sure they're going to be taking precautions where wherever these players are staying, and you know, it's gonna they're gonna have it on lockdown. But I don't know, man. Uh, what what's the scheduled start date? I mean, do they have one? July thirtieth. They're starting on July 30th, and they want the finals to be done by no later than October 13th, I read. Okay. So, I mean, July 30th, so we got almost a month before they can actually start up. Yep. That's a lot of time for this COVID stuff to, you know, outbreak. So that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, DG, to branch off what you said earlier about where these games are going to be played at, I'm pretty sure it's at uh, the Disney World Resort, almost I mean, it's pretty much in Orlando, Florida. And they got this big sports complex. And I think they got three different venues they want to play in. They got an arena, a field house, and a Visa Athletic Center is what they call it. So there's going to be three different courts. And you're going to have 22 NBA teams staying in, you know, the Walt Disney World Resort area. So, I mean, we're talking outbreaks. How, I mean, you get, let's say each team has 15 guys on the roster. Times that by 22, and then you got coaches, assistant coaches, athletic trainers, towel boys, water people. I mean, think about all these people that are going to be there. Then you got the TV, you know, got the camera crew. I mean, I'm really not 100% sold on this at all. Let me ask you this. Would, would you rather, do you think, let me back up. If you were a betting man, how much money would you bet no NBA games will even be played? Well, I mean, that's a hard question for me to answer because I'm not a betting man. But let me just say this, DG. I am about 50-50 right now. So it's Uh, a flip of a coin. It's a flip of a coin. Because they even get started. Now, if you would ask me this three or four weeks ago, that the, all the talks were and the the numbers were going down, I'd have been like, oh yeah, we're definitely playing, yeah. we're definitely playing. But now that everything's spiking back up and the, these uh, states are closing back down, 
shutting the bars down, making people wear masks in cities now as a mandatory law. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. And then another thing, too, is like, say they do get started, you know, say they say the numbers level off and they say, hey, game on for July 30th. Game on. And then what if they start to spike again in the middle of August? And they got to shut it down before we even started the playoffs. Right. That would be so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, they gave us a little teaser. You know, they said we got the first weekend and then done. Right. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go on with our conversation as if the NBA is starting. Okay. So, like I said earlier, there's 22 teams. There's 22 teams coming back to play in Orlando, Florida. In the Eastern Conference, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. But the thing, the thing that gets me here is like the Washington Wizards. They're like I think they I think they have eight they have eight games regular season before they can get into the playoffs, and they're like six games back. So. The Washington Wizards, if you're Bradley Beal, the best player on their team, John Walls Hurst, you got Bradley Beal coming to is it worth the risk to fly yourself to Florida and say you lose your first two games and you gotta win the last six to even have a chance. And you better hope that eight seed loses a couple, you know, so you can get you can you can have a chance. If I'm Bradley Beal, I'm not even coming. Yeah. Because the Wizards aren't that good. Right. They're really not that good. So if you got to, you basically got to win all eight of your games to get into the playoffs. Why would you even come? Yeah, that's something. If I'm Bradley Beal, I'm definitely going to give that some thought before I decide to. And another thing I want to bring up in Eastern Conference, the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie said he's not coming. Kevin Durant's healthy now because of all this time he's had off. He said there's no way. DeAndre Jordan just tested positive. Tested positive. He said, I'm not that. coming either. Oh, man. I, Spencer Dinwiddie, backup point guard. Well, he would have been a starter since Kyrie. He just tested positive too. Right. So there's they're probably their four or five best players that aren't even coming. So they, they're going to have to pick people up just to field a team. Yeah. And they're in the playoffs right now. They're still going to make the playoffs because I think they were like, are they the eight seed right now? I think so. I think they are the eight seed. But like I said, the Wizards, they're six back. Um, Orlando, I think they're four or five back. And it just depends on their schedules and who they play. Yeah. So this is why I don't like this setup. With with your thoughts there on the, the Brooklyn Nets and how, you know, they got guys that aren't going to be even making the trip because testing positive or what, whatever, they're not the only team in that boat. You know, no. there's other teams that have guys that have tested positive or probably will test positive and won't be able to play or will decide not to play. So here's my question. Like, let's say, hypothetically, they start on time, they get through the entire season that they have scheduled, they get through the playoffs. Can you really call whoever wins these finals the legitimate 1920 NBA champion? Or is there always going to be an asterisk by that title because this was the year of COVID? Always will be. That's why... As a Lakers fan, it, it tears me down because we had the shot. This was our opportunity. LeBron was at his best. LeBron was going for the MVP. Anthony Davis was averaging like 27 and 12 a game. LeBron's almost averaging a triple-double a game. 
the Lakers are like seven or eight games up in the Western Conference, and all of our momentum just goes to hell. I mean, it's out the door. Right. So I think it, I think there is an asterisk. So let's say the Lakers come down, and they're, they, we go into the playoffs, and the first week LeBron or AD test positive for COVID, so they got to quarantine for two weeks. And then we end up losing because the Western Conference is stacked. Right. I mean stacked. So say we're the one seed, we got to play the eight seed Portland Trailblazers. They're bringing in Lillard and McCollum, and uh, I think Nurchik is coming back from a leg injury. Collins is coming back at power forward from an in- like this COVID stuff has changed so so many teams like Portland. They're not even in the chase right now, but they're getting so many guys back. They're going to have their full roster, and they'll be the eight seed. Well, that was that was going to be a question that I had for you. I mean, this four month layoff that we've yeah. had. It's probably hurt some teams, aka the Lakers, yeah. while other teams like the Blazers, you know, they gives them a chance to get some guys back. So I mean, I feel like, do you feel like it's hurt some teams while it's helped other teams? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the Portland had no chance in this because they they lost like three of their starters, and now they got everybody back. They're only like three or four games back, but if they're at full full strength and they got eight games to catch up, they could go on a run. And they could get in the playoffs, and the Lakers might have to play them. And I don't want that. I'm going to tell you that right now because I'm scared. Because Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum is a real deal when they got some role players around them. Yeah. See, they've been struggling this year because the role players have been hurt. Starting power forward, starting center, out. So they kind of went downhill. But now they got them back. They also picked up Carmelo Anthony, didn't they? Yeah. And they got Melo, that small forward now. So, I mean, there's another score. I don't know how he is on defense, but there's another score he can put the ball in the hole. That's what scares me. But, anyways, um, I want to I want to explain a little bit more about what's going on here. So, the playoffs the playoffs are going to work the same way. There's going to be the top eight seeds. But here's the kicker: the there might be a playoff play-in game for the eight and nine. That's the change. That's what's going on here. So, if the eight seed is less than four games up. In the nine seed, we're going to have a play-in game. A one-game playoff. Two. Two games. The ninth seed has to beat the eighth seed twice to get in. Interesting. So let's say, as of right now, as of right now, the Grizzlies are the eighth seed and the Portland Trailblazers are the ninth seed. So let's say Portland comes within, say they're down three, three games in the rankings. Right. They're going to have a playoff, and the Grizzlies, they just got to beat them once. The Grizzlies have to win one game, but Portland has to beat them two times in a row, and they'll get in. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's probably fair, but I don't like it. I mean, I feel like if Memphis has the eight seed, they should be able to go. Yeah. I mean, that's not, I mean, you're up three games. Why do they get a chance? I know they got to beat us twice, but why do they even get the chance? Well, I think the answer to that is because. A two-win play-in series is two different TV events. Oh, it's all about the money. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the Benjamins. The NBA is trying to regain as much of these losses that they've sustained over the last four months as possible. So the more games they can fit into this bad boy, the better. You know what I mean? Oh. Without without being over the top about it. And we're not we're not selling tickets. 
no fans in the arena when this is going on. Right. So there's more money right there, TV ratings. So speaking of that, um, I heard something. I heard this was uh, something that Adam Silver was kind of concerned about with, you know, these teams playing in front of empty, empty arenas. He is afraid. He wants the TV delay. He wants the TV feed to be delayed like 30, 30 seconds or a minute because he's afraid that, that the TV cameras will be picking up trash talk from the players. That's just going to obviously be unedited, you know what I mean, explicit content. So he wants there to be a delay so that they can edit some of that stuff out. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Hate it. I hate it. We've been without sports this long. Just let it rip. Give us the money shot and let it freaking rip, man. Just, just, just put up a disclaimer at the beginning of the game. There like, might be a few words here, yeah. that you're going to hear. But if you got small children, put some earmuffs on. Yeah, them. earmuff them. Hey, I like. I'm glad you brought that up because I've been listening to a lot of pods lately, and they've they've said that, and I'm just like, man, that would suck so bad. But how fun would it be? Because we never get to hear that. Give the fans a different experience and let us hear what LeBron James is whispering in Carmelo's ear because they're good buddies. You yeah. know there's going to be trash talking, and they're probably going to guard each other in that first-round matchup. Yeah. So let's hear it. Yeah, no, They I'm came into you. the league at the same time, so let's hear it. I mean, they've been in this league, I don't know how many years now, probably 15, 16, 17. And so let's hear it, man. These are some veteran legends out here playing in the playoffs in COVID-19. Let's hear what they got to say to each other. I'm, I'm with you, man. Like I know a lot of people – Players included are saying, man, we just want the fans back. It's just going to be – it's not going to be the same without the fans. And I hear that, and I acknowledge that. You know, if – you know, if I had it my way, I would would want the fans to be there too. However, there's a part of me that is really intrigued by NBA team – two NBA teams, especially in a playoff scenario, going at each other in an empty arena with no fans at all. You know what I mean? Like something about that to me is just like this is basketball in its purest form. It's It reminds me of like I'm walking down the street and there's a playground off to my left and you turn and you look and it's the Lakers squaring off against the Trailblazers just out on the playground. It's no fans. It's just basketball. Just basketball and that's it. I mean, can do you feel what I'm saying there? Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. And this is what – this is what it reminds me of, honestly. When you first said that, I'm like, yep. Have you ever heard that story about that Dream Team practice? I've watched that game. Okay. I've watched it on video. Okay. One of the greatest games ever played. Ever played. Where did you watch it at? Because I heard that was unwatchable. There's just highlights, I think. I've seen the highlights. Okay. I guess I should Because in the Jordan documentary, they brought it up, and they said no one's ever, besides who was in that gym that day, no one's ever watched the full game. There's just little there's little snippets everywhere. And DG, I've seen them same snippets. And that game was awesome. Yeah. And they were trash talking the whole time. And that's exactly what this would be like. It'd be like an open run NBA tournament. That's all that's what I'd call it. I don't even know if I'd call it a championship. It's an open run tournament. That's what I'd like to call Basically, it. Basically, yeah. But that's what it reminds me of is that dream team practice when them guys were going head to head. You had so many good athletes in the same gym with no fans, only coaches. And they were going head. That's they were bashing heads, they're bashing bodies, and that's what it reminds me of. It's just basketball, man. It's just basketball. Roll the ball out there. Let's see who's made the best team win. I love it. So, I I gave you guys the teams earlier for the Eastern Conference. So the Western Conference, we got the Lakers, Clippers, 
Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, Grizzlies. And then we got the teams trying to make it into the playoffs. We got the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and Suns. DG, Corey with the K. I'm going to say something here, and you guys let me know if you think it's true or false. Or TV, I think it's for the TV ratings, honestly. But I've heard through the grapevine that the New Orleans Pelicans have the easiest schedule out of all 22 teams because Silver and the NBA want Zion Williamson in the playoffs for TV ratings. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's what they're going to do, or that's what they're trying to do. Um, we met, we all missed him out on March Madness last year and having that highlight of Zion, and they want him as as involved as possible. Yeah, you know, I agree. And I think, I mean, the Pelicans are a good team. They, I mean, they got everybody back now. They're healthy. They're young. They're real young. They got Rivers and Ingram from the Lakers. Josh Hart, they're working with uh, Zion, and they got Redick. And they also got a – correct me if I'm wrong. Did they got Okafor on that team from Duke a few years back? I think he's yeah. coming off the bench. Yeah, him and they got the the oldest ball from the Lakers too. Oh, I didn't mean Rivers. I meant ball. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. yeah, ball from the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. So they've got a young team that is excelling right now with leadership from Redick at shooting guard. So I think with this easy schedule, it's going to be a battle between the Pelicans and the Blazers to – and uh, Grizzlies might fall out. They really might because they're really not that good. They got John Morant, the rookie. He's about their best player on the team, honestly. With, with no NBA playoff experience. None. And they got they got the guy, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. from Michigan State a few years back. And he's their, probably their second best player. So we're, we're talking two kids on the Grizzlies that aren't even 21 yet, boys. I mean, they're young. They can't even go to Orlando and drink a beer in the hotel. Right. Legally. So... Pelicans and Blazers, in my opinion, they're, they're. I think they might beat up the Grizzlies and take over that eight spot. That's something but to keep an eye on. For going, sure. going back to Zion and the TV deal, if you're Adam Silver, and you got all these fans, you know how big this is going to be. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. How many people watch the Super Bowl? And they're going to be watching these NBA games. Oh, even casual sports fans are going to be tuning in. Oh yeah, it's hey, look everybody. Hey, family, come in the living room, gather around the TV, because sports are on. We haven't seen this for months. Check this guy out. He's shooting a ball hey, into look, a hoop. Hey, look, it's something besides European soccer. <laughs> come and watch, everybody. Yeah, so they want Zion in because everybody knows he's he's. I mean, he's a, he's a great player. He's young. He's talented. He can jump out the gym. People just want to see this guy dunk, really, honestly. But going off that, Lakers are the number one seed. J.R. Smith. We just signed J.R. Smith. Yeah, he hasn't played. Yeah. He hasn't played all year long. I mean, the memes have been abundant, Man. right? J.R. and LeBron back, back, back together again. <sighs> what are your thoughts there? What, I mean, what do you see? What do you see J.R. Smith's role being okay. on this Lakers team? Okay. Is it going to be similar to what it was in Cleveland, or, or something okay. completely so, different? Um, from the beginning, Avery Bradley. He's he's got a he's got a child that has respiratory problems. So he said, "There's no way I'm risking this. I'm not going to play. I'm out." And he was a starter for us. They said he was our starting point guard, but he really wasn't because LeBron was the starting point guard. But LeBron, you know, 
LeBron played point forward, whatever he had to play. So we started Danny Green, Avery Bradley, LeBron, AD, and sometimes Kuzma. And then uh, there's a few other guys that would come in depending on the matchup. But Avery Bradley's gone. So does J.R. Smith step in? I don't know. Because we got Rondo and we got a young Caruso, the white dude that's balding that's just dunking on people during the season. He came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, who do we who do we put in that spot? You Corey with a K, I mean, who would you put in? Do you put in J.R. Smith to start? Uh watching him as a Cavs fan, I wouldn't put in J.R. to start. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't think so either. I think I mean, honestly, oh, I know who I know who I was thinking of. Kuzma don't start, it's uh Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, that's who's starting. That's, that's, Kuzma's off the bench. Kuzma's our sixth man. So we're missing out on our point guard right now because we're starting Danny Green and we got Contavious Caldwell Pope, LeBron, and AD. So we can either start Caruso, Deion Waiters, J.R. Smith, or Rajon Rondo. You take your pick. It's out of them. You throw one of them in. I think it's all the same, honestly, because they all suck on defense. Yeah. Actually, you know who I'd start? I'm putting the white boy in because he deserves it. He's played all year long. He's busted his ass. He, he, I don't know. He probably plays 12 minutes a game. But them 12 minutes he plays, he's all over the court playing hell, hellacious defense. He's not a real good scorer. He moves the ball. I mean, he's just – he reminds me of a, a an Aaron Kraft for High State. Yep. That's what he would be for the Lakers. He's not a scorer. He just plays defense. He goes after the ball, gets on the floor. Floor general, if I should say. But he's not that – I mean, I, he probably still wouldn't bring the ball up to court. So he's not he's not going to put it in the hole for us. So if we need a score, I mean, you go to Jr. or Deion Waiters, but both of them are kind of dinguses, ain't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're both Cavs guys. You guys are Cavs fans. You can relay off that. Yeah, I was never a big fan of Deion Waiters, but, yeah, I mean, if you need points, JR's your guy. You just sit him in the corner and LeBron and will find him. Exactly. I was going to say that. You got LeBron running point forward. He's getting all the attention. And even Waiters. Waiters can knock down a three. JR can knock down a three. And they're probably better shooters than Avery Bradley, but the thing we're going to lack at is defense. Bradley guarded their best point guard. So say we play we play the Portland Trailblazers in round one. Who the hell's guarding Damian Lillard, guys? We're putting Danny Green on him? Okay. So who the hell's guarding C.J. McCollum? Good. Yeah. That's See, that's why I'm scared of the Blazers, because we don't have anybody to match up with them. Are zones still legal in the NBA? <laughs> I think so, yeah. but these guys can shoot, man. Yeah. They they just have a defense of three second or five yeah three or five seconds. Yeah, can't I think play it's two three. three so you can't play a two three with it, just a guy standing. It's a defense there. of one, three, three seconds. Yeah. I mean, they, they do run zones. They do because I run them on NBA two K all the time. So they're <laughs> they're still in the playbook. But I mean, that's what I'm worried about. I'm scared to death of the Blazers. I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. So DG, I know you're not that big of an NBA guy, and I knew you told me you had some questions for me and Corey. So Shoot. Okay, so I want you, Rolski, to pretend for just a second that you're not a hardcore Lakers fan. Okay. I just want you to pretend you're just a an NBA fan. I can do that. Okay. Do the Milwaukee Bucks have enough to win it all? No question. No question. If they're if they're healthy, they can run through the Eastern Conference with ease. Ease. I'm talking about the whole shebang. Yeah. Yeah. They can beat the Lakers because they can match up with the Lakers. 
Giannis can guard Anthony Davis. And they have guys that can play LeBron like Middleton. He might not be able to control LeBron, but if you shut one of them down, I mean, I mean it's it's fair game. If you just if you shut one of our stars down, it's game. But can LeBron can LeBron <laughs> can LeBron can LeBron guard Giannis? I think so. But can he stay out of foul trouble while doing it? Because we got to keep him on the court. LeBron's he's got to play forty minutes a game for us in the playoffs. He's got to. Yeah. And if he's guarding Giannis, foul trouble, man, we're in trouble because Kuzma can't guard him. And you know Giannis is going to be attacking him if he's oh, if that's his matchup. Oh yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna go off that. There's nobody in the East that I think can stop the Bucks because I'm not sure there's anybody in the East who can stop Giannis. I'm looking at this team list right now, and the only person I think that could, you know, stop him, and he's not good at defense is Ben Simmons for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's a good matchup for him, but I think he's too lazy to stop him because you know, he's 6'10", he's athletic, he can guard him. But I don't think he's got I don't think he's got the heart to play. He's got the size and athleticism, but he I don't think he's got the heart to guard him. And uh, you know, Pascal Siakam for the Raptors, he could probably guard him, but I don't think the Raptors would make it to the Eastern Finals. I really don't because they don't have no star power no more. Yeah. I think they might, though, because, I mean, the only other option are, like you said, the Sixers and maybe even the Celtics. But I saw uh, Jason Tatum might not even play because he's in a contract year and he don't he don't want to play and wants to sign a big contract because he's still on his rookie deal and hasn't signed a max contract yet. So Tatum might not play. I haven't heard this. Yeah, I, I, re- I heard it somewhere. Okay. So that that's a big difference. Like I said – Tatum could probably put up a fight, but Giannis is going to treat him like a little schoolgirl. He's not big enough. He's really not. So you see the Bucks just walking through the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, if they're all healthy. I mean, they got a hell of a team, man. Yeah. Hell of a team. Um, They got Bledsoe, point guard, backup. They got uh, Hill. They used to play for the Pacers back in the day. They got um, Middleton, who was an all-star. They got Giannis, who's an all-star. They got both Lopez twins as centers. Starting and backup, both of them can shoot to three. They can spread the court out like no other. And I think Giannis plays power forward. I'm not sure who their uh, starting small forward is. It's probably Middleton. Who's their yeah Middleton? Who's their starting shooting guard? Is it that guy out of? He played the national championship yet um, a few years back. He was I think he's a rookie this year, maybe a s- sophomore. Oh, yeah, no. white dude with the red shaved head. He was dunking all. He played for Villano- yeah, Villanova. Villanova. I can't think of his name. Uh, da Vinci, da, yeah, yeah. Devincino. Devincino. Dicenzo. Yeah, it's something. I don't know if he starts, but he comes off the bench yeah. and he's been he's been playing great. But with this COVID stuff, who knows? But anyway, the Bucks got a great roster, so I think I think they can run the table. To answer your question. All right. Um, again, try not to be biased here, but. Um, and it's fine if you say the Lakers, but I mean, who is your pick to win it all? Assuming everybody stays healthy. If everybody stays healthy, I'm going to say the Lakers. But I know on that little pad over there, you got a question for me that states, who are my sleepers? That was going to be my next question, yeah. So, Corey with the K, who do you think is going to win it all if everybody's healthy? If everyone's healthy, my money's on the Clippers. Clippers, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, that would be that would have been my second pick. Support that argument. So with Kawhi, then they got uh, Paul George. Uh, They're they're the two best two way players that play the game right now. 
Um, just a big fan of both of them. I've always been a Paul George Me fan. Too. Big indie guy. Big big Pacers. I've always been probably Cavs when they had LeBron, but now without them, they're awful and they're hard to watch. So I've been team Pacers the last four or five years. So um, the big Paul George guy, and I just think those two guys together with their leadership, their background and playing big games, not to mention Kawhi coming off as a, a finals MVP and championship. So I, I think he's the, they're the team to beat. Okay. And they also got really, they got a really good roster as well. I mean, they're starting Pat Beverly. He's probably the biggest dog in the NBA right now yep. on defense. He's not a scorer at all, but if you got a good point guard, he might just shut him down for the whole game if he wants to. He'll just look you in the eye and talk trash to you the whole game. He'll just get in your head. Heck, there was a few times he was guarding LeBron, and he'd get in LeBron's head. I mean, he can get in anybody's head. They also got Montrez Harrell at center, and he's a dog. Out of Louisville, this guy came out of nowhere. When he got drafted, I was thinking, there's no way this guy's going to make it. There is no way. He's an undersized center. He's only like 6'9". And he, he can't dribble or nothing, but a dog. He's a dog. He's, get, he's getting rebounds. He's great on defense. Gets hellacious blocks. Rebounds. I mean, he can score. He's averaging probably a double-double right now. I'm not even looking at those stats, but I'd say he's close to a double-double. So, Kawhi, so Kawhi and Paul George have enough help. Oh, to make it happen, yeah, I'm not, they're, they're I don't capable have their, of it. I don't have their roster pulled up right, right. now, but they, I know they do. But thing is, they're second. They're second in the West right now. Lakers are, like I said, Lakers are up seven or eight games on them right now. That's how much of a momentum swing this is going to do to us. Yeah. So that's a great pick. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing about the Clippers. They can absolutely win this whole thing. So my sleepers. DG, to answer your other question, in the Western Conference, staying with the West, we mentioned Lakers, Clippers for our picks. I'm going to stick with what I said earlier. Blazers? I'm going with the Blazers. Yeah. Because they're not in the playoff picture. I'm talking big-time sleeper. They're not even in the picture. They're going to have to have a hellacious eight-game run here. But if they can, with full swing – don't forget, Portland Trailblazers, with their healthy roster, they made they made the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, they didn't they didn't put out they didn't they didn't show out, but they made it. So I mean that in the Western Conference, that's a huge accomplishment. So with these guys healthy again, coming back and say they play the Lakers, if they can upset the Lakers in round one, it's anybody's game. Anybody's game. Oh yeah, it's up for grabs then. So, who you got for your sleeper in the West? So, my sleeper, yeah, my sleeper is definitely in the West because, like we kind of said, there's it's a one-horse race in the East. So, my sleeper comes from the West, and it's got to be the Houston Rockets. Same thing kind of with my pick with the Clippers. They got two of the probably the top uh, 10, 15 players in Westbrook and Harden who can just put in buckets. And then uh, their, their always lack was with, with Harden was after the 82-game season with his wear and tear on his body – uh, he just comes up short in the playoffs. So now, like every other, I was going to kind of say this earlier, but uh, looking at the playoffs, people can put the asterisk beside this one. But maybe this might be the best playoffs we've ever seen because instead of all the players coming off in rigorous 82-game season, they're going to get eight months to rest and recoup their bodies, play eight games, and boom, we're, 
we're in playoff basketball and it's time to go. So they're all going to be rested. They're all going to be probably at their best shapes uh, entering the playoffs and the past whatever. So this might be a pretty exciting playoffs. You know what, Corey, I love what you just said there about guys coming back. Everybody, if they're healthy, no yeah. COVID. Yeah. If they come back, everybody's going to be – everybody's got their energy. Everybody's yep. got their legs underneath of them. There's not 82 games, like he said. There's not 82 games that they played. I mean, they they got a three- or four-month break here. Hopefully, they've all been working out. Right, I'm training, sure they have. And this training yeah. camp can help them. But going back to the Rockets, the only thing I worry about them in the playoffs, and we've seen this, is can Harden put a team on his back again? I know you said they got Westbrook, but yeah. both of them love to shoot. Oh yeah, and they both they're both I mean, we're talking both guards. of them are shooting yeah. 30 times a game. Yeah. Both of them. And if they're field goal if they're not hitting, they're not winning because there's no one else on that team who's going to put the ball in the hole. I'm sorry. No. So, I mean, yeah, it could be if they're on, yeah, they could absolutely win the West. Yeah. So, going to the East, I know Corey I, you didn't know, but I had an East sleeper too. And if you can think of one, go ahead and shout it out. No, I'm good. But Eastern Conference sleeper pick the Philadelphia 76ers because they've got four potential all-stars on their team. They've got Joel Embiid. He's probably, I don't know, top 12 player in the league. Maybe 15. He's probably not top 12. But we also got Ben Simmons. He can play any position. He can play center. He can play point guard. Athletic as hell. Can't really shoot, but he can do it all. We got Al Horford. He's a champion. Did he win a championship? No, he didn't win a championship yet. But he's always been he's been he's with always the Hawks. in the mix, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, Hawks, Celtics. He's always on he's always been on a good team. He's always been out there. He's a leader. That's what the Sixers need for these young guys. That's why they brought Al Horford in. And they also got Tobias Harris. He's got a max contract, but I don't really think they he deserved one. But he's he's a great role player with those guys. I mean, they're all of those guys are averaging probably over fifteen points a game, but that's all they got. So that's why they're my sleeper because Horford and Embiid, they basically play the same position. And then you got Tobias Harris and uh, Ben Simmons. They basically could play the same position as well. So they don't have no shooting. There's no shooting on that team at all. They're just big and athletic. So if they can put the ball in the hole, that's my sleeper. I mean, it's it's a reach, but they're my sleeper. The pieces are there, though. Yeah. So to wrap up the NBA talk tonight, I'm going to go, I'm going to end it with this. They said that when this is all said and done, they want it to be over by October 13th. And the start date, as of right now, is 20 to the 2020-21 season, they want to start at December 1st. Okay? They want to start at December 1st. I'm not sure if they mean training camp then and have the first game, you know, a Christmas Day game. To start it all back, I'm not sure, but I know they want to start the season December 1st. So here's my question for you two. Is October 13th to December 1st a big enough break for these guys to you know rest their bodies after this? Because these guys are playing. I mean, if they make the playoffs, we got eight games in like – 13 days for the Lakers. I've seen the schedule. It's like eight games in 13 days, and then they're going right into the playoffs to the seven-game series. So, I mean, they're they're playing back-to-back days pretty much. Is that enough rest for a team that just played 
throughout the whole playoffs and in the finals to get some rest? I'd say that's probably rest enough. I mean, they might not be – their conditioning might not be optimal. They might not be completely healed from the finals, but enough, I, I think. Okay, well, example here. The playoffs or the finals usually end mid-June or beginning of June. I'm not sure, mid or beginning. And they get off. I mean, the first game of the next season isn't till mid to late October. So, I mean, that's several more months than what we're talking here. But like you said, they just had they just had three or four months off. So is is it enough for them to rest their bodies? I would think so because there would only be two teams playing in the finals, and then the four in the conference. So all the other teams get a break, and then not to mention the teams that didn't get invited to Orlando. They're they're going to be off from oh yeah they'll from be fine. March. I mean they'll 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 have, be itching to play. Yeah, oh, yeah. they'll have 10, 11 months almost before they got to play again. So I mean it's just going to be two teams that'll be pretty tired, and more than likely it'll be the the Lakers and their LeBron knows how to manage his body and everybody else's and help with them. And so I don't think it's going to be that big a deal. All right, guys, I appreciate the answer. One last thing I want to hit on before we move on. I was doing uh, basically a little scouting for my Lakers here. I broke down their schedule for their eight regular season games before the playoffs start. And we're we're like the uh, prime time game on the first night that they all start back up. July 30th, 9 p.m. on live TV. I think it's ESPN. L.A. Clippers versus Lakers. One versus two seed in the West to lead it off. Now, you're telling me they didn't do that on purpose. Absolutely, they did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. They didn't put the Pelicans against the Lakers night one because they want the Pelicans in the freaking playoffs, and here we are. Lakers versus Clippers, one versus two. Why? It's all about the Benjamins. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Then we play August 1st against the Toronto Raptors, number two seed in the East. Another great game. Why? TV ratings. August 3rd, two days later, we play the Utah Jazz, number four seed in the West. August 5th, Oklahoma City Thunder, number five seed in the West. The next day, back-to-back, August 6th, we play the Houston Rockets, number six seed in the West. Yeah, Corey with the K's already saying Jesus about this schedule. That's probably why Pelicans is so stacked because exactly. they have the top player teams playing each other for money, and then you got the low lining Pelicans saying, "Hey, let me play all the crappy teams." Yep. so I can scooting get in. through so they can get in. Yeah. August eighth, we play the Indiana Pacers, fifth seed in the East. August tenth, Denver Nuggets, three seed in the West. August thirteenth, we play the Kings. We've got one game, one game out of our eight that aren't in the top six seed, either east or west. You're telling me that they didn't do that for TV ratings to get LeBron and AD in the best team in the NBA with the best record on TV as much as they can because they can for money. Absolutely. I mean, obviously that's what they've done. If if you're the commissioner and the NBA is a business and you're trying to make as much money as you can here in this last stretch, I mean, wouldn't you do the same thing? I mean, yeah, but if I'm the Lakers organization, I'm thinking – we're the best team in the NBA right now. We're eight games up, probably against the second best team in the league, the Clippers, and you guys are shitting on us like this. So the Lakers, they could go on, like if, if LeBron sprains his ankle or AD sprains his ankle in the first two games, we could fall out of the one seed, and that could kill us. I mean, that could that could really hurt us in the rankings. 
could happen. I mean, in the playoff seating, that schedule you just you just described it's, to me is a straight meat grinder. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Now, as soon as I seen that, I was worried about it. I knew I wanted to talk about it. We got eight games in 15 days, all against top six seeds in the East and West. And then our last game's against the Kings, which and we should win. But, I mean, talk about a tough schedule, fellas. My God. Yeah, heck, maybe they asked for it. I mean, LeBron, they LeBron being the competitor that he was, and I know he has some strings he could pull, just was like, hey, I want to play the best teams we could so we can kind of get in that mentality. It's time to fight, and it's time to go. And I hope I hope you're right about that. I really do. I hope that was the case because I know LeBron. I know AD. These guys are ready to play. This is the best Lakers team we've had in 11, 12 years. So I wouldn't go that far. Kobe won in 10, but it's the best team we've had in 10 years, okay? So these guys, that's why LeBron's so disappointed right now. He, do, he wants this season to come back because he knows he can win. His time is limited on the NBA court with, you know, a competitive team, I should Clock's say. Clock's ticking for me. The clock is ticking, yeah. man. He's been at it since he's been 18 years old. He's ticking. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. This last thing I want to talk about, our schedule is brutal. It's going to be good TV for the nation, of yeah. course. The whole world is going to be great TV. But that's the last thing I want to talk about moving on. Listeners, uh, we've mentioned the Sip and Serve hotline uh, a couple times in the last last few episodes. Uh, I just want to mention it again. Um, it's open, and we are taking all any, any and every call that you want to throw our way. Uh, could be a comment. Could just be, hey, we like the show. Could just be, hey, we hate the show. Could be a, hey, what do you guys think about this? Or, hey, would you guys rather blah, 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 A or B? You know, it's just like whatever. Whatever whatever you want to say to us, you know, we're, we're, we're ready to listen. And, you know, if it's good enough, then we'll feature it on the show. Um, just real quick, I'm going to throw that number your way one more time. It's 740-720-3537. One more time, that was... 740-720-3537. Uh, we actually got one call in the hopper, I believe. So, Corey with a K, you want to let that one roll? We've got – I'm just going – I'm going to branch in here. Yeah. We've got more than one in the hopper. But this was just uh, an example because we didn't want to play the rest of them until we, got, until we got several to pick from and play them all. And then we'll give a gift card to the Old Canal Smokehouse, our sponsor – for the best call. So we've got a couple, but we're just going to play a little example to let the listeners hear. Give them a little snippet. Yep, give a little, little snippet of what it's going to be like. So, Corey with the K, shoot. Corey's Light, best beer out there. When the mountains turn blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. <laughs> well, who the hell was that? <laughs> he didn't leave a name. Okay, all right. All he, right. Sa- he sounded like he was doing like a... Like he was auditioning for like a 1970s Coors Light radio commercial. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to. Yeah, you know what I? I'm just gonna tell you a story. When I first when I first heard this voicemail, it came through the hotline. I listened to it. I was sitting in my man cave in my chair, and I heard that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I started cracking up laughing. I mean, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. And of course, we said leave anything you want, and we'll we'll talk about it. So. Appreciate the call. I'm not sure your name, but I'm going to tell you right now, Coors Light, the best beer out there, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. And when I think of Coors Light, I think it tastes like cat shit. 
it tastes exactly like cat shit. I mean, it, it tastes like a watered-down bowl of cat piss. I shouldn't say shit. It tastes like a watered-down bowl of cat piss. So you've had cat piss before? No, I haven't, but if I if I <laughs> drank Coors Light, I figured that's what it would taste like. It's just straight warm cat piss out of a bowl. Like a cat got done eating its food and it just turned around and took a piss in its bowl, and then you drank it. That's what it would taste like. So, listener, appreciate the voicemail, but Coors Light, best beer out there. Yeah. I mean, I love your voicemail and all. I appreciate the support, but woo, call bullshit on that one. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's this is a little, you know, little example of what a voicemail could sound like. Uh, hopefully, yours has a little more substance, a little more, uh, a little more entertainment value to it. I don't know, but uh, like I said, hit that hit that hotline up again seven four zero seven twenty thirty five thirty seven. Great deal. Moving on. It's time for the question of the week. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our friends down there in downtown Chillicothe, the Old Canal Smokehouse, known for their unique craft beer selection, rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. And when I say amazing food, last week I went on a little ramble about macaroni and cheese being made all these different ways that weren't very good. Go to Old Canal and order some macaroni and cheese. They got it going on. It won't disappoint. You're not going to disappoint. At Old Canal, you can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. You can visit them at their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Corey with a K, hit us with the first question, please. First question is from Austin. Would you rather sleep in a cold room with no heat all winter or a hot room with no AC in the summer? So, Austin... You have, we have answered several of your questions since I believe episode one, um, and they're usually pretty good. But I don't know what happened. I don't know if you're having like problems in your personal life. If if you were distracted when you sent this in, but this question to me is just a straight softball. I you're, mean, he, he's laying it up. He's, he's laying just, it up for me and you just to jack this sucker out of the park. He's just, it, this thing's on a saucer. I mean, I feel like if you stood. <laughs> On the mean streets of Frankfurt, and you stopped a hundred people and asked them this question. Over eighty of them are going to answer, and they're going to say they're going to sleep in a cold room with no heat, because you can always add, you can always put clothes on. Who the hell? Who the you, hell? At this time of year, it's nine degrees outside. Who the hell wants to sleep in a bed with no AC? There's not many. There's not one. That's miserable. To be, good. to be laying in bed, you're laying over top of the sheet because it's already just steaming hot. It's humid as all get out. And you just got sweat rolling off your body. Who can fall asleep that way? You can't way? sleep that way. There's no way in hell. Who can fall asleep that way? Actually, you're probably sleeping in hell if that's the case. It's nine degrees outside and you have no AC, you're sleeping in hell. Yeah. If that's just, what if that's what hell is, I don't want to be there. Man, that, that, that'd be the worst. But yeah, I'm taking, turn the, turn the AC, crank it, man. Open the windows. It's it's dead winter. Open the windows. I don't care. Yeah, because I can always I can always get more covers. I can always put more clothes on. I sleep in a sweatsuit if I have to. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Give me in my give me in my uh, snowsuit. Give me put my boots on. I'll sleep in my bed with my boots on. I don't care. Yeah, Austin, bring some heat next week, sucker. Next question is from Caitlin. What is your favorite jam to get you hyped? I'm gonna go with this one. I think I've already mentioned it before in a pod. But before every basketball game, it was always Nas Hate Me Now. I mean, it's pretty simple. Nas Hate Me Now, DG introduced me that on our way to Triple Crown. 
I think that was the summer podcast. It might have been episode two we talked about that. Uh, Triple Crown days all the way through high school. Listen to Nas, Hate Me Now before basketball games. It did the trick. And we even came out to it as our intro song to the court at uh, my college. So, that's that, I mean, that's easy for me. Nas, Hate Me Now. That's a that's a good pick, and I'll take the credit for that one. Although, oh, I'm you a, did, you did. I'm a little surprised. Um, I kind of thought you'd go, you'd go ball with the ball on that one as well. Nah, nah. Like if I'm in party mode, okay. Like party mode. That's the difference. Ball with the ball hits, and I, I'm down with that. But if I'm trying to get hyped to like play a sport, or even even when I'm running in a treadmill in my man cave on evenings, I do it every night. I put Nas on the loudspeaker. Hate me now. It just it. There's something that it does to me that I just go back to my basketball days when I used to play, and it just it just brings it out of me. So that's my that's my pick. I'm about it. So these these hype jams. I mean, I go through phases with them. You know, for a month it'll be one song, and then like for a couple months it'll be another song. But so like it goes in spurts for me. But right now, I can't get off of. Jeremy by Pearl Jam. I don't ring a bell. Well, it's it's a good one. I mean, uh, I'm sure the listeners know. That's a um, that's a that's definitely one that's on my gym playlist. And if I'm about to crawl under a heavy a heavy squat bar, that's what I'm. That's what's in my earbuds. You know that that's the difference between me and you. You, I mean, you're in the CrossFit and lifting and stuff. The only thing I need to get me hype is to run on this treadmill. Yeah, that's it. And you know the old school stuff. All I do is put on my basketball playlist. That's it, and that'll get me going enough to run my mile a night, and I'm good. You ever you ever listen to new music? You ever like hit up New Music Fridays on Spotify or Never. anything? Never. DG, I will. I listen to these songs nowadays, and I'm just like, shit. Like I can't get I can't get into the new music. I'm so old school. And when I say old school, I'm talking, you know, 2012 and under probably. Maybe even older, but man, these new these new rap guys, man, it just they're just saying stupid shit. And I just I just can't get into it. Not about it. They're not they're not singing and putting lyrics together. They're just yapping, I feel like. They're just yapping. Um, I, I can't I, I like to listen to the lyrics and I don't even understand what they're saying no, half I, the time. I'm with you, but And I I like I like some good uh Rock and roll or whatever it is, the metal stuff. Well, I you mean, said you listen to the Blitz. Yeah, I, they I do play, listen to the Blitz. They play some new, newer yeah, stuff. So. But they also they also play a lot of old stuff, too, they do. as well. They do. Oh, yeah, I love 99.7 The Blitz. Next question. Next question is from Uncle Buck. If you had to marry a Disney princess, who would it be and why? Uh, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard you guys heard Uncle Buck on the podcast last week, which that would have been episode seven. Seven. Episode seven. You guys heard him. I mean, he's a riot. He's a hell of a time. This would have been the least I mean, I I had no idea he was gonna bring this out of the bag on us this week. He's, this is this is a little off brand yeah, for Uncle it, Buck. It is off brand <laughs> for this guy. But I mean, it's a it's a good question, I guess. Yeah. But here's my thing, Uncle Buck. I I don't watch many Disney princess movies. So the only one that I can think of, I don't even know if you'd call her a princess, but when I was a kid, I used to love Aladdin. Yeah, 
I liked Aladdin. It was one of my favorite Disney movies behind Lion King. Lion King was, but there wasn't a princess in that one. So I went with Jasmine from Aladdin. Only because it was my favorite movie probably behind Lion King when I was a kid. That's all I got, man. She counts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jasmine, she counts. Okay. Yeah, I I thought it would, but I mean, I I don't have an explanation for it. I mean, it was one of my favorite movies, so I'm going with her. I'm with you. I don't currently watch a whole lot of Disney princess movies, but I used to. I used to. I grew up on Disney movies, man. I watched them all. We had all of them on VHS back in the day. I mean, what was your favorite, you think? My favorite movie? Yeah, Disney movie. Uh, Mine was Lion King for sure. I was a Lion King guy. Lion King was solid, but I like the classics, man. I like the ones from the, like the 60s and 70s. So we're talking the animated classics like Robin Hood, Peter Pan. Peter Pan's a little newer. Jungle Book was a great one. Oh, my. Jungle, oh, my. Jungle Book. Oh, um, my. I forgot about Jungle Book. Sword in the Stone. I'm taking it back. Taking it back. The original Jungle Book? Yes. That was my favorite movie as a kid. Yeah. I wasn't even... I was thinking of the animated stuff. Baloo, Bagheera. What? Are you talking animated? Are you talking like with real life people playing the movie? No, not the real life people. The animated one. I'm talking about the real life one. That's, well, that's not... That wasn't that, just made. You can take that and just get on out of here. I don't... I don't whatever. These remakes just piss me off. I'm not talking about the remake. You're talking about the the real the real action one, right? Yes. I'm not about. I don't watch any of those these these new remakes they're, they're making. The, you son of a. I'm not talking about that the new one. There was an old one that I used to rent from the place. It was a VHS tape, and it was Jungle Book. And he used, he was a little boy, had the long black hair. Used to go in the jungle, and there was always this anaconda that was. Going around, there's ah. dude. There was, I'm telling you, there's a movie out there, the original that you've probably never seen because you're giving me an eye right now. I swear, I'll go to my grandma Lee's house right now and she'll tell you about it. We watched it all the time, and there was real people in it, like yes, real, real, real people. I, I don't think I've seen that, and to be honest with you, I don't have any interest in seeing it. But anyway, uh, yeah, what you got? Let's get back on track here. Um. I have always, since I was just little, little, I've always been a fan of the underdog. That's why I love Rocky movies. He's always the underdog. That's why I used to root for Gonzaga in March Madness in the NCAA basketball tournaments because back in the day, they were the underdog. They were the little Pacific Coast school nobody would ever heard of, and they were going to Sweet 16, Elite Eight. I've always been a fan of the underdog. I love underdog stories. So my Disney princess is going to be Cinderella because she was blue collar. She had those those two uh, evil stepsisters and the evil stepmother, and they just basically she did all the work while they just went and and went to balls and stuff like that. And she never complained. She always had her nose to the grind, just doing what she had to do. But it's a true rags to riches story. It's uh, probably the one of the first real underdog stories I ever consumed as a uh, as a kid growing up. I just feel like her and I, I, I really, I have a lot of respect for her. And frankly, I thought she was pretty hot growing up. So I'm gonna go with Cinderella. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I'm I'm starting to think back about that Jungle Book story. I'm almost positive, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Corth K. Next question is from Kyle. If you could only watch one TV show and at the same time 
only have one snack and one drink for the rest of your life, what would they be? All right, DG. I'm going to explain this a little further into this. So basically, this question is asking, if you could sit down in your chair, your lazy boy in your in your living room, and you can only watch one TV show for the rest of your life, but while you're watching that TV show, you're only allowed one snack and one drink. You can't mix it up. So for the rest of your life, you can only sit down and watch TV and have one snack and one drink. So you can do whatever you want, but when you're watching TV, you're watching this show. Got you. One snack, one drink. So I'm going to say, I'm a, I've already said this before, I'm a reality TV nerd. I got a guess about your show. I'm a reality TV nerd. So what's your guess? Survivor? Wrong. I'm going to go with MTV's The Challenge. Great show. And I've said this before, I think on this podcast, maybe in person, but DG, I think you would be a hell of a competitor on this show because you're strategic and you're you're an athlete too. That's all. It's, 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 you can make friends. You're friendly. You can make friends. But the thing that I think you would struggle with in The Challenge, I don't think you got the balls to uh, turn your back on anybody. You got to like do some backstabbing. Oh, yeah. Stomp on some yeah, heads. Yeah, you got to stomp on some heads at some point well, to get I that mean, gold. What's at stake? Like, what's the winner get? This this season that's going on right now, season 35, I believe. No fact checks. I think it's season 35 million dollars to the winner of the girl and a million dollar of the men. They each get a million. I mean, so, that might change some things. Exactly. <laughs> it's a game. But you got to play the game. I know, I know it's a game, but there's like, a, I mean, these guys have been playing together for years. So we're talking season 35. I think Anissa just got voted off this week, or she she didn't get voted off, but she lost the challenge, and she got she's been she's been on this show. I think she said this is her like twelfth season, so she's been on this thing twelve times. She's never made a final, and she just got she just got booted. So I mean, these people know each other. They've been around. They do these seasons all year long. Johnny Bananas, heck, he's won seven or eight times, I believe. He's the goat, and he's back on this season. He's about to go to the final again. So I think, long story short, I think you'd be a hell of a competitor on this show. So I'm going with the challenge. Challenge, okay. So what's your snack and drink? 35 seasons in, so I could last a long time watching these episodes. I could watch an episode a night, and that could last me a long time. Yeah. So my snack, and I, I need you guys to argue with me on this one. Is a slice of pizza a snack? I think it would be. Yeah. A single you're, slice of pizza. Just a slice of pizza. I count that as a snack. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not what, that's not quite a meal. That's what I'm gonna go with then. Yeah. I want a slice of pizza. What kind? From where? I mean, I'm from a small rural town. I'll support I'll support the local gas station. Just give me a slice. <laughs> I'm a fan of their pizza. I don't I mean it don't have to be great, but just give me a slice. And my drink, this well, before I get to the drink, if you guys weren't gonna let me get to my slice of pizza, you say no, you can't have that. I was going to do a green bag of combos, the pizzeria flavor. Okay. A green bag of combos. Man, you're just surprised. You're throwing me all kinds of curveballs on this one. Slice of pizza or green bag of combos. And to drink, I'm going to surprise you on this one too because I know what you think I'm going to say, but I'm not. Ice cold can of Coca-Cola. Man. <laughs> 
my mind is blown right now. See, a lot of the listeners are probably thinking, oh, man, he wants a Bush Light or a Bud Light for sure. The, no, because I only drink on the weekends. I've told you guys that before. And I usually I don't watch TV on the weekends because I'm doing activities. I don't like to sit around the house on weekends. I'm out doing something, you know, enjoying my time off from work. During the week, I don't want to drink beer. So I'm going to have, while I'm watching the challenge, I'm going to have a slice of pizza and a nice cold Coca-Cola. I'm going to enjoy it. That's my answer. I thought for sure your snack was going to be a bag of green uh, sour, sour cream, cream and, and onion chips. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it. I really did. That went through my head, but I I let it go. And I thought for sure it'd be a bush light, cold bush light. Yeah. Anyway. Hers, hers, green bag. Yeah, it's got to be hers. got to be hers. Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, for my snack, um, if I'm watching something, uh, TV, movie, at the movie theater, whatever, man. I'm a I'm a popcorn guy. I like some I like some popcorn. Specific specifically, I like white cheddar popcorn. So that's gonna be my snack. White cheddar popcorn. My beverage of choice is gonna be Coke Zero. Okay. My, uh, that's why you lift weights and you don't need them extra cows. Well, I, that, do you think Coke Zero tastes good? That, I love the taste of Coke okay. Zero. All right. It's just it's the same calorie content, same sugar content as Diet Coke. Um, I was at my house growing up. We had we my parents drank Diet Coke like water. I mean, my mom instead of drinking coffee every morning, she'd get up, she'd have a nice cold Diet Coke. She'd come in from gardening, have a Diet Coke. You know, she's just on the couch watching TV at night drinking Diet Coke. It's all the time, and they still do. Mom and Dad both. My sister, she's a huge Diet Coke. Freak. Oh, she's a that. freak. I know that. <laughs> I'm more of a Coke Zero guy because I like to taste the Coca-Cola as you do. And I think Coke Zero tastes more like Coke. I don't really like to taste the Diet Coke. I'll drink it if I have to. But I like to taste the Coke Zero okay. more. So anyway, got white cheddar popcorn, Coke Zero, my TV show. You want to take a, take a stab at it? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. All day, every day. A few things I want to talk about. You're going to get along with Monk really well. Because he'll sit in his underwear in the rocking chair, and he'll have a bowl of popcorn, and he'll have a Coke. It don't matter what. It's it's either Coke, Pepsi. It's got to be a dark pop, but it's Coke, Pepsi, Diet Coke. It don't matter. He'll drink Coke Zero too if he's got it. So you guys are gonna you guys are gonna get along really well. <laughs> you know it's funny we bring Monk up every every podcast. It feels like, but every week he listens to this, he'll send me a text message. Why don't you bring me up again? Why don't you do that? <laughs> He's, he told me he was going to call in this week and uh, tell his side of the story. So he should. He should I, hit up the hotline. I can't wait for that. Monk, hit up the hotline. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Next question. All right. Next question is from Jamie. Would you rather take a guaranteed $100,000 or a 50-50 chance at $1 million? Well, I was hoping you would answer this. I can. Quit. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I told you earlier I'm not a gambling man. But I'm going to tell you right now, $100,000 don't go a long way in this world today. And I'm going straight for that million. 50-50, let me flip the coin right now. I'm going for it. I'm going for the big. I'm going for the big money. I love it. There's, I dude, love it. $100,000, what's, what's that going to last you, a year? Shit. I'm going for the big money. 50-50, flip the coin. Yeah, my heart's going to be beating out of my chest at that point. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to get hammered drunk when I flip that coin. But... A million dollars, man, that's a life changer. To me, to me, 
the fifty fifty chance out of millions a win win. Because the thrill of it. Because say say you call Tails and it lands on Tails. There's a million bucks. Like, hey, he's the guy that's the guy that won a million bucks. You walk down the street, he's the guy that won a million bucks on the coin flip. But if you lose, you still have that reputation. Like, that's the dude that turned down a hundred grand for a shot at a million bucks. That's my kind of guy. You know what I mean? Oh, you, yeah. you got street cred at that point. And I would say, if anybody listening to this question, I'd say, I'd say this is 70 30. 30% will take that 100 grand because they don't have no balls. Balls hadn't dropped yet. But the 70 the other the other 70% they're going for the big money yeah. every day all day. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's life-changing. Yeah. So my answer um my balls haven't quite dropped yet cuz I'm going to take the 100,000. Son of a bitch. I uh <laughs> Oh, a million dollars. So you just backstabbed me. You get you see that's that's how you'd be good in the challenge because you just dragged me along right there. I thought you were on my team. Then bam, there I go. I'm eliminated because you you just. I like your answer. I like how me in the back. I like your answer and I like how uh, decisive you were about it. There was just you knew it. Like you knew. I I like that. But anyway, uh, I'm taking a hundred grand. You're right. I mean, in today's world, a hundred grand doesn't go real real far because you're soft. You're S A W. (laughs) F T saw. Hey, that's fine, but uh, I I could put that money to good use. You know so, what? Uh, you know, you know. I thought about it. The hundred thousand, man, wouldn't that be nice in your? Well, bank what would account? you do with that? Uh, you could I, do you could do some things with that. Oh, I'd sell my house right now today. I'd put it on the market and I'd build a new one. Hundred. That's exactly what I'd do. I wouldn't worry about no luxury cars. I would sell my house and with the cash. I wouldn't have a house payment. I'd build a nice new house for hopefully me and my new family. I mean, you me could, and my you wife could, could have kids. I mean, that we'd have a nice little setup, and we wouldn't have a house payment. You know, oh, gosh dang it! Now you're making me second guess my choice. <laughs> but but a million, I could build a house, and then my kids would be set afterwards. You could build. You had a million. You could build a house. You could. Buy a lake house down on Norris. Oh my god! Yeah, I <laughs> know. That's why. A, what do you think I went fifty you could, fifty, you dude? Could buy your own boat. Yeah, you're telling you me. You and Roush could go cruising. I know. Oh, <laughs> why do you think I went fifty fifty? Good stuff. Good stuff. So is that it for the uh, the questions this week? Yep, that's it. Okay, so reckon it's about that time. Question of the week, Rolski. Hit the music. Listeners, back on your feet. It's time for the question of the week brought to you by the Old Canal Smokehouse. For the very first time, he's standing at the top of the mountain. He goes by the name of Bruce, hell of a question this week, brother. When I read this, my mind was turning. Bruce says, what's worse, having to use a three-day-old spitter that's been roasting in your hot car or 
drinking a warm beer. Well, I knew you were going to like this question because I know Bruce and you and him have about the same amount of hair. So, <laughs> oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not I'm not a big dipper. I mean, I, every now usually when I'm out doing doing stuff outside, I might throw one in, but like I don't when that when I do that, I don't need a spitter, you know, I just I'm outside spitting in the grass. Yep. While you're mowing. Yep. So, I've never even used a three-day-old spitter, um, but I imagine if I had one and it been sitting in my car for three days in the middle of summer, I imagine it when you when you pop the top on that thing, I, I, that can't be pleasant. Um, now I have also drank some some warm beers, and that's not a pleasant experience either. But the thing about spitters are they have lids, right? So you know, if all I'm using it for is to spit in, and I just I twist the top, I spit, and I put the top right back on it, and it's, I don't have to, you know, that's it. I don't have to smell it. The lid's on it. I don't have to, it's just there. Um, while drinking a warm beer, dude, that's enough to make your stomach turn over. I mean, that's enough to make you want to throw up sometimes, especially if it's, if it's extremely warm. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible, especially if you just had a big meal. Stomach's already full. So I guess with that being said, I'm going to just do the three-day-old spitter. I know, I know, Rolski, you have some strong thoughts about this question, so I'm going to throw it over to you and, and kind of – I want you to take us through your whole train of thought when you read this question. Yeah, man, like I said like I said earlier, when I read this question, I said, oh, this is automatic question of the week because I don't know what I'm going to pick right away. I didn't know what I was going to pick. I had to sit down. I had to think about it. My train of thought, my head was going in circles. I had no idea what I was going to pick. So let me break it down for you. I've been a dipper for a long, long time. DG, Quirth K, you guys both know this. I've been I've been chewing tobacco for a long time. So I've got a lot of experience with old spitters. So let's take it back. Let's take it back a little while. Let's go back to the Mustang days, you know, junior senior in high school a few years into college i had this car and there, there i'm there's been times in the middle of summer you know coming out of open gym or whatnot and you know i need i need a good lip i need to throw a big dip in so i i come out to the car and there hadn't been a spitter there, there no new spitter let's say so you know you reach underneath the seat you know you might have one there and you're you know, back back in the day, I mean, our cars, we used to just throw stuff around like it was nothing. So, you know, you just reach in the back seat and you grab one. You pull this thing up. So back in the day, I didn't chew pouches. I chew pouches right now because I guess you can call me soft, S-A-W-F-T now, whatever. But they were chewing my, they were chewing my gums up over the years, so I, I changed the pouches. But what I'm talking about is chewing long cut. So when you're throwing these long cut, old dips in this bottle i mean that's just a bunch of old used chew building up in this thing with spit on top of it yeah it's disgusting i'm sorry but that's what it is so you reach underneath your seat and you grab one that's half full of old spit and old dip i don't know how long it's been underneath there so when i got this old spitter i open up the lid and it hits you 
in your nose. Did you? I, I remember you saying you could just open it and then close it. And no, that's not the case. You know, all these dippers out there that are listening, they, they know that's not the case either. You open up this old spitter that's been sitting in your hot car underneath your seat for I don't know how long. You open it up and it hits you. It hits you in your nose when you're getting ready to spit. And it is it's it smells like eight cans of shark shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Eight cans of shark shit just right in right in your nose. And you talked about gagging when you're drinking the beer. Huh. Gagging. Talk about gagging whenever this is what you gotta do. You open up that old spitter, you better have your you better hold your breath. You don't wanna smell that. Hold your breath. That bad, huh? Spit. Put it back on, set it down, exhale. You have to do that. Or I mean, it, it's so disgusting. The smell is horrendous. Horrendous. Not good at all. Yeah. So that's my experience with dippers. So you said you gag. Well, I gag on both because if you have a, I mean, if it's like today, it's nine degrees out and say that thing's in, been in there for a week underneath your seats, 90 degrees every day, it's not going to smell good. But I can also say I chew pouches now and they're not as bad because the dip isn't by itself sitting in there roasting. It's in a little pouch, whatever. It's not as bad, but it's still bad. Going to the beer. Lukewarm beer. I'm not even lukewarm. I'm just going to tell you, lukewarm beer, like if you're if you're out on a summer day by the pool, say we were out this evening, and you were sitting there, you got into a conversation, and you had like, I don't know, two sips left in your beer, it's going to be lukewarm, and those things are hard to get down. Are they not? I mean, I see most guys, if, if your beer's at that point, they just dump out the rest. They don't I, even bother drinking Yeah, I do. I'm not going to lie. If my beer, if I got like one or two sips left, and it's a lukewarm I'm not even drinking it. I'm yeah. putting that out. I'm giving that to the homies. So if I had to drink a full warm beer, let's say we came back from our 4th of July party this weekend and my cooler was empty. The ice had melted. It's been out all night. It's And I had to drink it the next day and I reached in there and that water's just warm. I pulled that beer out. I had to open it and drink it. You want to talk about gagging. I'm a... I'm a Dad, thinking about it. I'm serious. <laughs> I can't do it. There's no way in hell. I'm going with you. I'm going to take my chances with opening up that lid on the spitter and spitting in that nasty smell. But I'm going to hold my breath. You don't know about holding your breath, but you got to hold your breath or you're going to be gagging because it's disgusting. So, Bruce, great question. I hope we broke it down for you. You know about the hot spitters because that's why you asked. I hope I, hope I said it right. That's what I'm going with. Hey, Bruce, you know, you're feel free to call in on the hotline, man. Give us your answer to your own question. Yeah. You know what? Same way with all these people that sent these questions in. If you don't like the way we answered it, call in. Let us know. We'll talk about it. Or if you're just a listener who didn't submit any questions, but you got a good answer for one of the questions, holler at us. Send them in. We'll yeah. be here. All right, DG, Corey with a K. That's it for the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions and voicemails for episode nine. Happy fourth, y'all. As always, appreciate the support. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride.
Hey, listeners, keep an eye on the Facebook page and the Instagram. We got a little, we got a little release coming for you guys here soon. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve podcast. ADG, shout out, Bruce Lee's son, Mobley, came out in 1994, Disney movie, sucker.